0: Hello and welcome to episode one nine five of the Bad Wolf podcast, and I'm Martin, and I'm joined by my good friend and my cohort, Jared. Hi. Hi, Jared. How are you, my good man? Good. I went to the MCM Expo today, and here is an interview with Paul McGann. Wow, this is like a press conference.
1: What? Surely they were scowling, one like uh, Jose Mourinho. No. no. <laughs> right, go on then. What happens now? Uh, Uh,
2: Uh, So, uh, is there a universal uh, thing, like about the best thing, uh, the best thing about being the doctor that all doctors agree on? And if so, what is it like? What would you say is the best thing about being
1: the doctor? About being the about playing the doctor. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I think doing these shows, because these are the times when you meet the people that you make the thing for, Um, and this is and it's sociable and it's funny. Um, I'm not saying they all are. Some of them are, you know, some of them don't quite work out. But when they when they're as well run as this. Uh, and you know and, and you can hear yourself talk and uh, you know we get a chance to meet the people um, so that's the buzz I suppose for us it's you know as actors it's it's because it's the feedback um, and quite simply you know you're in a room with all the people that love it like you love it you know, so what could possibly go wrong <laughs> that's, that's the best bit you know it is the best bit uh, so you know, it's, you know, if you're an actor and you do doing theatre you know the, the feedback's instantaneous you know, you can talk to people in the bar or you know and that's great because, you know, everyone loves talking about their work and, well, most of us do. Uh, or like with Doctor Who, for example, or say you were in Star Wars or whatever. You know, you, like I say, you're meeting the people that you make it for. And that's the kind of, that's, that's the best thing, you know. There's no other thing. That's the only thing.
2: Yeah. In the recent episode of Doctor Who, uh, Rosa, there was a lot of um, uh, talking in some of the uh, fan forums. There was 2PC. What was your...
1: I didn't see it. What, the, uh, no, I saw the f- uh, with the, the Jodie Whittaker yeah. one. That was the third of the... It's the
2: second episode. Second. Yeah.
1: Third. No, I've but got... It was the third. 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 I saw the first one where she was introduced, and i got the other two playing on catch-up. I've got to get home. I haven't been home yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't get home till Sunday, so... Um, no, I'm waiting, so no spoilers. Don't, don't tell know. me what happens in it. That's the same. Um, wish well, we I'll it's it's the third nice. one to watch. You know, watch yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I, I can't answer your question because I, just, I, I haven't seen it. So. That was a bit, that was that was Arsene Bengham, wasn't it? I, just, <laughs> I didn't see it. I couldn't possibly, from where I was sitting, how could I possibly see it?
0: Should Doctor Who and sci-fi be political, or surely it's been that way from the beginning anyway? You mean, you mean... That, that was probably the biggest takeaway from that most recent episode, not to spoil anything. It was just a very... Strong political commentary, and it, it? It, it set a lot of people, well, uh, in yeah. some people's
1: eyes, in it some, some people's eyes, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, th- ooh, um, you know, it's a drama. It's a TV drama, isn't it? Yeah. And. You know, the stories, you know, you're going backwards and forwards in time, you know, different eras. And, you know, you're making stories, you know, like all the best stories and like the best sci-fi stories. They, often, often many of them end up being morality tales. There's only four or five ways to tell a story. And Doctor Who works best when, you know, you maybe, like, you know, look in the first episode where Jodie came down. Uh, for me, it was, there was something nice and old-fashioned and familiar about it. The Doctor sorting out a bit of stuff on Earth. You know, and, and there's a little bit of, you know, between good and bad, and a bit of a matter. So, by extension, I think you can hardly not involve yourself in politics. I think, I think there's a difference between matters that have a political aspect, and party political politics. Doctor, you should never be party political. There's no need, and why should it? Because what would, that would date it quicker than anything. But what's universal about it is that, you know, um, you know, some, most of the stories, I mean, you look at it in any era, right from the beginning with William Hartnell, there's, you know, th- th- there's politics in everything. There's politics in all of the stories. Doctor Who had a family. They're, 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 so politics begins there. You know, and if you're going out and trying to sort out crime and good and bad and, um, you know, villains from goodies, you're going to get involved in politics. But I agree that it's, um, there's no need for it to stray into party politics. And it, but it never has, does it? No. yeah I mean if, it, if it, you know if it ends up getting involved in some of the stories say in you know um, earth conflicts, war and stuff um, then i 'm sure as a writer you 'd have to be careful you know because you don 't want you know you wouldn 't want to take sides again i 've not seen the episode you mentioned, so um, um, I hope they handled it with tact i really
0: well, yeah. 've
1: heard very good things about it you know I've heard, I've heard people sort of raving about it. Um, this story
0: of the series is on fire, actually.
1: It's yeah. so, I think she's, so she's brilliant. From the moment she arrived, yeah. I thought she she uh, she nailed it. Yeah, we've all you know any of us that's played the Doctor has had to do that same thing. <laughs> I'm talking about the first episode, you know, where you it's necessary you spend that first you know. You arrive and go, I've just woken up. I, I don't know who I am. Who, I know, where have I come from? You know, everyone has to do that same thing. And she did it beautifully, you know. And she got through it, and she got through it quickly and then was into her stride real quick. Um, she's obviously a superb actor.
0: You know, met, anyway. we've,
1: we've met her. She's- yeah, I'd love to meet her, she's I've never met her bonkers.
0: Mm. <laughs> which I think.
1: Like, but she's technically really deft as well You know, as another yeah. actor, like, watching her She's doing things immediately, you're going, wow that, She's just great, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's, she's like, she's completely I mean, you know, and look how Capaldi started Matt Smith started, even Tennant himself yeah. You know, he was a very confident actor You know, they If you, got, if you went back to their first few apps, You know, they're feeling their way <clears> in it's just the way it is. You know, you're stepping into something that other people have done before you, yeah, which is a little bit of pressure anyway. Uh, she didn't seem to have any of that. She just seemed to l- just dive in, you know, with, with, with humor. And that was Did the best way. What you had to do, because yeah. you had such a short period
2: to do. You had to, you had, the, in many ways, the toughest job.
1: I had a weird job, but I yeah. think... Um,
2: because
1: you had to nail it, it, it and you still remembered as the doctor, which means you did nail it, and everybody enjoyed. I suppose that when in '96, when we did that um, that telly that was that, that was a, a almost a double weird job because um, it was meant to to get a series off the ground in the, in the states. Yeah, you know. So it was that so? That was that huge departure. You know, if it, if it had been successful, and a series would have gone, you know, then. Um, Well, I'd have belonged to them for six years, and we'd have have made a series in North America. So the Doctor would have moved Lock, Stock and Powell to North America. It would have been, you know, you can imagine. It didn't happen, um, which is why we've got Matt Smith, David Tennant, and all those, you know, since. But uh, it was a strange pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, given that five years before they'd got rid of Mm Doctor Who in eighty nine. So... But yet, but the fans still existed, it had been on for 20-odd years. The job of this pilot was to was to find an American audience, which they were convinced existed. Seems mad to say that now, because that's, <laughs> that's where it is. That's where Doctor Who is, in, the, in North America. But, it, but in, in the mid-'90s, they were sort of convinced, but, and presumably, they didn't watch in sufficient numbers that it made the ratings that, that got it to a series. But, so I suppose we had this dual objective of trying to appeal to this new audience trying to to sort of educate them in the thing while, while not putting the noses out of joints of people back home so to speak who'd followed the thing for 20 odd years and it never, perhaps it never quite it fell between the two, you know, t- it the maybe two. two maybe more than anything else, but with Paddington, yeah. they were a bit worried about launching Paddington, because obviously in America, nobody really knew Paddington. Well, yeah, it was a shaky thing. thing. Oh, look, what have yeah. we got now? It's- there you go. It could have gone differently, but there you go.
0: So with that uh, entry into trying to break a new audience, plus being aware of this huge body of work that had come before it, what were the things that like, you felt were really important to get that character started, the character that? Uh,
1: what have I got? Oh, oh, the, oh, it's a good question. And all we had, to uh, we had a pilot yeah. to make, uh, and pilots even 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 had it been successful, the pilot would probably still have been distinct from what followed because because of it's almost formal. You're, you're having to say this is this, this and you know, and I, I can almost remember conversations that the grown-ups were making, uh, the producers <laughs> me- saying, "Okay, look." Uh, we need five things, you know, iconic things that we've got to make sure that we include them, you know, you, you know, they were having to do it by numbers almost. You know, it's, well, so, and it's a little bit like if you'd watched the first, uh, the Jodie Whittaker's first thing, you know, there's, a, of course, there's a pressure to introduce new faces, you know. So, you know, the first step of anything is, is is what it is. And then, you know, then you, then you can sort of get into your stride after that. And we never got further than that. So... And of course, there were ideas that I, I discussed with them. You know, this, we come back in October and we we do this, that, and the other. You know, ways that over the years that we were going to play the character, but 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 in this in this TV pilot, which they now call the movie, for <laughs> reasons known. Yeah, um, you know, we had to say we got to do this. You got to, of course, you had to have the regeneration that had to be there, and then, you know, then certain aspects of say the costume and the look, and then things that you say and things that you do, and uh, how we finish it, you know, so uh, it was kind of it was pl- we had to play it straight it plainly. It wasn't enough Yeah.
0: So they, I imagine they gave you a lot of prompts, but do, Did you really remember what the, some of the things you specifically wanted to try and put into the character? Back when it was all fresh and you weren't too sure?
1: Well, i like, uh, when, when uh, well, I'll tell you further about when when Phil Siegel who's under who he he was responsible for It was mostly his energy um, I think that's f- probably fair to say uh, got the thing got got those companies together, Universal Fox, the BBC um, he got me to do it you know he wore me down over about a year because um, I didn't want to do it um, and when you know by the time he persuaded me to do it it was it was mostly by dint of our having sat down and talked um, and him selling the idea to me and and uh, you know for example. Uh, the year before, you know, that when there'd just been rumours that Doctor Who might return, uh, you know, and we'd heard, oh, have you heard, um, Eric Idle's going to come back, he's going to be mm-hmm. the, do-. well, yeah, uh, as the Doctor, in, in America, or uh, Rowan Atkinson is going to, you know, and, but, it, but but at the time, it was stuff that, there were names, and, I, and you thought, oh God, yeah, I could see that. Well, you sort of could, because it was in keeping, keep said with what McCoy had been doing, and, you know, and then, um, Siegel had seen me in the telly, on the telly with my brothers in this period thing. And I was dressed as a priest from the 1840s in this long, dark up with long hair. And he'd gone, who's that kid? Because I looked like the doctor, his idea of a doctor. So so now he's trying to persuade me to do it. But anyway, and initially I was going, well, hang on, man. Because those those guys you're talking about, Eric Idle, and they're they're proper comedians and they're this and that. And I don't do that. That's not what and he's going, I know. Um, I know. Uh, and I so, said, No, I do this. He says, Yeah, I know. Uh, so, anyway, he had these conversations. And like, like most actors, I'm going, Well, hey, you know, um, I, I, just, I think he's dark. And I think he's, you know, actors, actors always say that. They're like, Go for the darkness. And he's just nodding his head, going, Yep, okay, we'll, we'll have dark. You know, anyway, but he's letting me hang myself. And, um, and I ended up doing it. And so, in answer to your question, what probably would have followed, or what certainly would have followed, because with, with, I, uh, I was conv- I was more taken with the idea of the doctor as a kind of you know he's a f- not a fugitive but he's he's left his home planet he can't go back something has happened there's been a schism or there's been a you know and he's traveling and he's sort of itinerant and he's a voyager da um, you know so um, and he's melancholy and there's you know there's of course he's, he's 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 also you know he's got a human side this was the more um, you know, that half-human thing was a bit more contentious. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time. But not as contentious as when he kissed the girl. Um, <laughs> you know, anyway, so I found that out. But, that uh, so anyway, but, but in the end, he, he um, you know, he said, no, no, you, we want a dramatic actor, which is what I rather arrogantly um, purported <laughs> to be. But he said, no, that's what we want, you know. And as, as has been proved since, um, that's what he is. That's what you, you know. And Jodie Whittaker, like, you know, Matt Smith... Is, First and foremost, it's just a really solid, lovely actor. That's what you need. Have Man. you ever
0: played the Wignell and I Drinking game?
1: Do I look like the kind of person <laughs> <laughs> who has a death wish? <laughs> that would just be insane, wouldn't it? It would be,
0: yeah.
1: Have you ever played it?
0: Uh, I've heard of, of mine, people. I've
1: heard of people trying to do it. A friend of mine is trying to convince me, so I just don't do it. Why would you want to? And anyway, <laughs> you'd get 20 minutes in if it's even 20 minutes. Uh, but that's before the lighter fluid. Yeah. Uh, uh, comes well, we're talking about
0: substituting that with vinegar
1: that's what Richard Grant did that, yeah. was, that was what was in the tin um, but that means you've already got past two pints of cider and two large gins you're going to be shit faced then <laughs> right and you know, you're only 20 minutes in aren't you that's and you've still got an hour to go yeah, yeah. and you haven't even got to the red wine Why are you trying to kill yourself why would you want to do that I think it's nuts crazy
2: <laughs>
0: you, re- you returned uh, for the for the sh- for the web short um
1: and there's a web oh, short.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The web. The, uh, the, the kind of bridge to gap between yeah. uh, the War Doctor and and uh, his his regeneration. Yeah. Um. There's obviously a, a big thing at the moment with uh, with with uh, the um, the radio play uh, like big finish. Uh, is that something that you'd be interested in uh, reprising
2: the role as the Doctor for?
1: For what? For a big finish. I've done 150 big finishes.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, that's been my whole career. I mean, uh, the, the the eighth Doctor i've shot on screen i've been the doctor for about an hour and a half in twenty odd years okay,
0: i've nice
1: ju- i've just done i've done the 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 pilot we were talking about and this six minute thing that's it but i've done under odd. Of the big finishes, that's where the Eighth Doctor lives. He lives, on, he lives on audio. So you know, um, and again, to to talk about the, your your question before about you know what say particularly what me and Phil Siegel had talked about in terms of the character of the Doctor, the Eighth Doctor, the one that I was given to do. Most of that's now been we have put that into the into the audio plays. Um, you know all that sort of dark stuff and the, <laughs> the melancholy Voyager, or whatever it is. You know it's all in there. It's all in there. Um, you know so yeah. So um, and we're going back next week. I'll go back and do some more. So and that's just been continuous. I've been doing them since 2003.
0: Do you approach acting on audio differently to like TV or film?
1: Not really. No, you. Uh, it's 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 storytelling. And, and and when we make the big finishes, generally there's a studio that we use in in West London. Uh, and they've purpose-built these uh, these wooden isolation booths. So seven or eight of you can work in the room at the same time. And, and there's glass in them, so you can see each other. But you, we can all be on different channels, so you can sort of... And you sort of see them, like, shouting their heads off and... Uh, but we can we can look each other in the eye. It's great, you know, it's a, it's a great way of working. It's the same, you approach it just the same. Uh, except you're freed from having to pull all the right faces. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you were on the telly, that's all telly acting's about, you've just got to pull the right face. Yeah. Uh,
2: if you were to have got uh, the American show, um, if you could pick uh, two or three um, actors from past, present, um, from Hollywood to be assistants, who would you want? To be assistants? Yeah.
1: That's a good question. Maybe I'll pick two women and a, and a fella. Uh, Louise Brooks, Karen Black... You're looking at me now, blank. You, gonna, where, you can Google them when I've gone, right? Karen Black, tell <laughs> You'll thank me later. And, uh, and a fella, how about um, how about? I was going to say Cary Grant, but he, he'd be too good for everybody. He'd be the best thing ever. <laughs> um, who played Little Caesar? Um, um, what was him in the silent movies uh, James who was that
2: oh, James Keckney yeah.
1: no Little Caesar um, oh, what Shall was I his name you? who Edward G. Robinson oh, nice. there you go Edward G. Robinson <laughs> <laughs> he'd be the best man he'd be a fantastic he, i tell you what he'd give Bradley Walsh a run for his money i tell you <laughs> yeah. Edward G. Robinson <laughs> or maybe the other way around don't you think Bradley Walsh is fantastic he's oh, yeah. amazing he's yeah. spot on he was a revelation yeah. got when I, saw, I mean I knew he could act like me and, me and yeah. uh, Capaldi yep. me Capaldi did a job with him years back because uh, you know he came from football, he was a professional football yeah. he's in a lot of stuff but uh, when I saw that first ep with uh, Jodie and and particularly when they got to that funeral scene I thought wow that is as good as anything mm-hmm. he's beautiful and he's subtle he doesn't give it away and it's just like he's i tell you what that he's he's the quiet revelation yeah. she can do all that stuff but he's it's gonna he's right? got it, he's gonna anchor it you know somewhere just beautifully I think
0: yeah How was it uh, recorded in the new audios with Sheridan Smith again?
1: That was a hoot. Yeah.
0: Obviously seacon. <laughs> that, that was.
1: That No, but uh, I can tell you, we had a we had a laugh. Because yeah. that had all that had been six or seven years. Yeah. Um, you know, since she'd she she'd been there. Uh, uh, no, we had a real good time. Because you know we lost her to superstardom.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and it was nice of her to to deign to come back <laughs> and grace us with her with their royal. It was like a royal visit. It's, you know. No, it was great. And. Um, and you know what I liked as well for the first half an hour? She was nervous, because yeah. um, it meant that much. Yeah. It was really sweet. You know, she's Sheridan Smith. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there any historical characters you like to meet in the audiobook?
0: like you like to interact with? Karen Black. Karen Black. <laughs>
1: interact is putting it mildly.
0: <laughs> Sorry, just one more question.
2: Yes. You've probably been asked a million questions over your career about everything. Make it
1: good, then. It better, it better be a good one.
0: Is there one question you wish someone had asked you, but they never did? And if so, what's the question and what's the answer? What would you like your <laughs> well, fans you to know
2: that's about good. you? You're going to regret that make it good
0: now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah,
1: regret, I'm regretting but that now, like, yeah. I've dug a hole for myself there, haven't I? <laughs> You've got
2: to come up with a good question.
1: I have, yeah. Um, say it again. What, a question so that I wish... You wish someone had
0: asked you, but they never did, or something you'd like our fans or readers to know about you. Something you like to tell
1: your viewers? Um, no, there isn't one, and you know why. Because I believe that actors should have a little bit of a little bit of mystique.
0: <laughs>
1: I—that's—I'm I'm genuine. You—you know, you, you can't give it all away.
2: I've got I mean that. You would be asked. Go on on. Came from a four-year-old boy once, and it, um, and it was, do you
1: see the invisible people? As one of the kids, I had to ask. What a I'm a. Answer. Do you see the invisible people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'm a famous insomniac. Seriously, for years and years. And um, so I have. When it's if I'm in a bad bout. Uh, I have. Uh, I suppose what I don't know what the word is, but I would call them um, micro dreams, waking dreams. Oh good. Um, yeah. I dream. I could dream now when I'm awake. Uh, and it means that you know, it, and that's in a bad bout. And they might only last for four seconds. And in those four seconds, I've seen some invisible people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, um, it's really disconcerting. And it means, yeah, I know not talk to any in some But it means you've got to, you know, like, of course you can't drive. It means you've got to leave the car at home because, mm-hmm. you know, w- why would you want to? But yeah, so sometimes um, uh, I get them. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some weird things. Actually, that would drive me crazy and I wake up early
2: because I'm worrying about something but to <laughs> not sleep in
1: the night I, I couldn't or to dream like I say you yeah, know, yeah. to dream briefly while you're still awake yeah. um, and, I, and, and sometimes it's quite ordinary um, I'll say uh, I'll think that we've had a conversation about something or right. you've, said, you've said and um, it might be one of my kids or a friend and they go what? I do <laughs> <dreamt laughs> <so that." laughs> not I said no it was 10 minutes ago and they said no no no, no. you dreamt it and I, I literally have dreamt it yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've seen invisible people. You've seen invisible <laughs> right. people. Th- I, in fact, I think I'm seeing them now. I think you're all.
2: <laughs>
1: I think you use it all in my dream, mate. No one and i mean, in fact I'm lying in that hotel across the <laughs> way. <now. laughs> yeah. Brilliant.
0: All right. Yeah. That was wonderful.
1: know, you. You. Yeah,
0: nice. yeah, I'm going to dig
1: out. Let's say whip now. I'm going to dig it out tonight. Look at me.
0: So there we go. That was a great interview, and it did make me laugh when that journalist said, uh, "Have you ever thought about reprising your role for Big Finish?" I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm he's only been... he didn't do his homework when he asked him this, or he was nervous. I well, he might have misspoken. That's what I don't want to slag the gaff too much because when I interviewed Paul McGann in 2011, yeah. he he was in something called Wake in the Dead. Yeah. And I asked him what it was like being in The Walking Dead. Because I, I was just nervous and yeah, I just so. tripped myself up. So maybe he just got nervous and misspoke.
2: Yeah, that could be um, the case. It or, could be the
0: case. Or he did do his homework. work. No. But we thought we would just use this opportunity now at the end to have a little talk about what we've been up to. Because, you know, we thought that new people might not want to listen okay let's just be honest we've been really lazy and
2: couldn't be bothered to put up an episode martin was lucky enough to go to the mcm and he recorded an episode so we've been honest yeah i mean honest, jared from the heart to our to our lovely i would say viewers but nobody views this they they listen to this mm. can you call a person who listens to this a viewer i guess so yeah okay
0: yeah well jared decided to come around and see me in my new flat because i've just moved
2: it's, it's a nice flat but i've never seen so many light switches in a flat like this
0: It's amazing how many lights switches there are. And I still don't know what they all do. I mean, it's unbelievable. (laughs) And the plug sockets. Have you seen how many plug sockets there are? Wow. I mean, if you look in the bedroom and the hallway and stuff, there's just like, you look and there's a plug socket. There will never be a shortage of anything in this place. No, no.
2: I mean, other than that, it's nice. I mean, I I did wonder why your fridge was empty.
0: Yeah, moving on. (laughs) Let's not bring that out. That's a touchy subject. Anyway, we will be back next week where we will start reviewing Doctor Who Series Eleven. But let's just give you a little tease, Jared. What are you making of Series Eleven so far? I've only watched the first episode, so so far. You know, uh,
2: you, you made a good point about the um, the the villain. He was mm. a bit weak. I mean, toothy. Um, Tim Shaw. No, 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 Toothy. Because <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, I can't actually, I don't want to ruin it for you. But I, I, I liked the first episode. I thought the first episode was good. I liked it. I'm hearing negativity for the second episode, but I'm still going to watch it. Because um, I'm still excited that Jodie Whittaker is, is being the
0: 15th Doctor. Does
2: it? 15th Doctor, like I said.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, William Hartwell was amazing as the first uh, Doctor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll see how it goes. So I'm going to watch the second episode and the third episode because I'm two episodes behind. And then I'll give you a definite definitive answer on our next episode, 215. Wait, <laughs> 296. My God, how have we been around for so long and not even tit right yet? We- but then,
0: yeah. mate, Radio Rassalon, they've only just put out episode 80 and they've been around longer than us. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's quality over quantity. <laughs> Some would say we spent that a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we're just rambling now, but we're off to go and play the With Nell and I drinking game that I spoke to Paul McGann about. Oh, sweet Jesus, we're going to die.